Good evening, guys. What's up, guys? Ladies, gals, <clears throat> boys, gentlemen. It is Tuesday, November 30th, 2021, 9.47 p.m. And it's the last day of the month. Now, while I was at work earlier, uh, I had a temporary assistant, teaching assistant in the classroom. And it was her last day today. And she's been at the school since September. <clears throat> and, <clears throat> excuse me. And tonight I just got off a really incredible phone call with one of my good girlfriends from Texas. Shout out to my sis. She know exactly who she is. Okay. So, can I just, as as my, my partner would say, can I just talk, talk my ish real quick? Because October 25th, I think that was the last... Uh, that was the last podcast I recorded. And between October 25th and November 25th, November 29th, 30th, whatever, uh, whatever day this is, the 30th, I have grown astronomically. But not just in the last 30 plus days, in this season of my life since since I made a sacrifice to give up my job in one state to relocate and by being uprooted by God in to another state, a very cold state, <laughs> I might add. <clears throat> but I just want to talk my ish real quick because in the last week I've been, you know, still doing my Bible study, but I've been reading one of my favorite authors, Spencer Johnson. And I've been reading his book called The One One Minute for Myself. Not The One Minute Manager, but One Minute for Myself. And the thinking that I've adapted, learning to take a pause, has astronomically began to change the way I think and maneuver and honor myself and my progress and my growth and clap for myself. Because I, I, I've clapped for myself superficially, but I've never really take, taken the time to wipe the debris off the mirror, if you will. Because if life was like a mirror, then I would dare say many of our mirrors are clouded if we haven't taken the time to put in the elbow grease, to put in the sweat equity, to wipe the mirror that's covered in other people's lies and projections. And our traumas. And if we started to like wipe that mirror clean to see a better version of ourselves, how much greater could all of us be? And that's how I'm feeling right now in a week of reading a book that's only about 100 pages. <laughs> not a theoretical textbook, not going to therapy every week or every two weeks, 
I had to learn to be my own therapist. And that's something I've been, I guess, in practice of these last through three, four weeks this last month because I didn't have health insurance. I was unemployed and I was desperate to change my thinking, desperate to address my childhood trauma. And I couldn't wait around until I find a job to take care of me in the way that I would like to take care of myself by seeking therapy. So I decide to find some Bible plans. What's the most important thing that I need to work on? Pride, selfishness, my prayer life. And I found, I found three, I found four Bible plans. I narrowed it down to three. And each week I fasted for a number of hours. And one, it was my first time fasting, so it was awesome. (laughs) Um, Fasting in this way in my adult life with a closer relationship, a genuine connection to God. Not a convenient one, because I've had many convenient uh, connections to God or relationships with God. And I've uh, gone my way, and I thought that he went his too. But God been here the whole time. So there's that. But I started, you know, getting into my Bible study a little more in a different way, in a more intentional way. And I started to look for some books from the library. I have I have a bunch of library cards. I'm a I'm a nerd and I love free resources. Um and like I said, I'm unemployed. Not that I couldn't, you know ask a loved one like hey can you can I go buy a book but why spend mine when I can spend yours duh like the prophet Lil Kim taught me that (laughs) but on a serious note I use my library cards to find books in person or ebooks on my kindle and I just started to literally research books that I think I might need and The book that I found that's been most helpful for me is called um, The Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. So reading that book to work through my relationship with my mother in an objective, healthy standpoint. To learning to pause before I go off the deep end, if you will when I'm angry or upset or confused or jealous or angsty. Learning to take a pause on on top of my daily Bible study and fasting. Because I learned recently with Michael Todd, for those of you who watch Pastor Michael Todd out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, on um, YouTube. Um... What was I going to say? I forgot. I heard a sound outside. (laughs) And it caught me off guard. But what Michael, Pastor Michael Todd mentioned was that having crazy faith and what it takes to have crazy faith. And he said something about a, a gentleman that said, don't just fast. Like, it's cool I could fast for a weekend or a Friday or seven days or five days or 21 days. But don't just do a fast periodically. Live a fasted life. 
And in the last 30 days, that's what I've done. I've lived a fasted life. I'm willing to put away food. I'm willing to put away social media. I'm willing to put away looking at the news because I'm so hungry and I'm so desperate for God. I'm so desperate for a change. I'm so desperate to change my thinking. I'm so desperate to to grow in a way that I've never grown before. And I need something, someone more powerful than myself because myself has gone in spirals. Myself has toiled. Myself has caused myself my own trauma. And who do you who do you blame when you cause your own trauma? After you've been made aware of the trauma that others have caused you. So that then also stains your mirror just a little bit more than the others because I think the pain you inflict on yourself always hurts more than the pain others inflicted on you. So like I said, this past month, I've really been putting in the elbow grease to see myself more clearly, to see my life, to see my reality, to see the world, to see people I've called my friends or associates more clearly. Being my own therapist, still seeking therapy, I'm employed. I got a job. She got good insurance. Okay. Um, But taking that time to really kind of like stand in the mirror and do open heart surgery. And I ain't never been a surgeon and I ain't never went to medical school before. But trusting that myself, my intuition, my inner universe, my my spirit, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, like whatever you want to call it. Trusting that more than I trusted myself, my flesh, my wherewithal, all my little itty bitty human knowledge that I've acquired in 31 years and counting. I've made some really incredible changes and I just want to honor me. And I want to put that on record. And I feel good about that. Because for so long, and, and still sometimes, I have survivor's remorse. <clears throat> Feeling like I've had to take everyone from my past with me into this part of my future. Feeling like I've had to especially save and hold on to my friends that we grew up in the projects some of us some of them still live in the projects and maybe they've they've changed maybe they haven't but I've always felt this survivor's remorse that I've learned to acclimate into society where everything where everything that's happened to me in my childhood automatically should have counted me out by third grade, they say. So from sexual trauma, family drama, no biological father in sight, domestic violence in the household, bullied in school before the internet took over. Shout out to AOL chat rooms. <clears throat> Shout out to those of y'all who was in AOL chat rooms and had 75 
AIM instant messenger accounts and Xanga and Sconex. I come from that time. Right before the Up and Smoke tour where gangsters sea walked and no one recorded concerts and uploaded to the internet. Anyways, let me let me stop getting off track. <clears throat> but um I've come from a lineage of trauma that I've chosen to separate myself from by any means necessary. If that means to cut off my right foot, so be it. If that means to leave my material belongings behind that I worked climbing up the corporate ladder to acquire and leaving them behind and taking just a few things, so be it. Changing my phone number, so be it. <clears throat> but I'm in a place that I'm not yet ready or willing to communicate with from my past, and maybe I never will. But God has me in a place where he's placed boundaries on me. And the relationship that I've grown to have with him, because I've never really had a relationship with him. I'm just like, I just kind of know you, like we associates. And I think we get along, this might work or it might not. And I might self-sabotage and screw up the relationship, which is technically, I guess, what I did. And my off and on relationships with God, one-off relationships with God anyways. <clears throat> But I've taken on the mentality of working harder than I've ever worked before because time just got shorter, time just got realer, life just got realer. The things that I want to acquire and acquire in life just got realer. And prior to moving to the New England area, I was at a crossroads that I wasn't ready for I was angry at I was resentful and regretful towards <clears throat> and in present day I'm working through those resentments and regrets taking on new perspective daily because I don't want to harbor any ill emotion towards myself and those who have loved and supported me through this process when I didn't exactly love or support me or them during this process so thank you if you are listening But I am willing to protect what God has blessed me with to steward over. What God has placed me inside of a, a hedge of protection, if you will, to give me everything that I've needed in my life. He's done something beyond my imagination. And when you have an experience like that with God and you walk this faith, this faith out, this faith thing out daily, you don't get to make excuses for yourself anymore. You don't really get to feel sorry the way that you might used to feel sorry for people. You don't get to take pity on people because iron sharpens iron iron is not cotton 
Iron can sharpen cotton, but cotton can't sharpen iron. And a lot of the relationships that I've had have been like cotton. A lot of the... A lot of the relationships I had, I was hoarding. That was one of my favorite sermons I watched this summer um, from the Transformation Church. Help, help me, I'm hoarding. I hoarded a lot of relationships, a lot of people. And most of those people um, have been kind to me. And I know that I've sent people into a panic looking for me because I'm not accessible anymore. Because I, what I have, I want to protect it. I don't want to brag about it. I don't want to flaunt it. I don't want to flex it. What I have, I cherish. What I have, I love, I value. And the privacy that requires isn't for everyone to see. And I like it like that. Because we're 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 in the mud working through the hard things together. But we're also like spinning the block, enjoying a ride enjoying life because that's what this this journey is living in your purpose and when you start to live in your purpose and and even still I feel like I'm like staring at it (laughs) as I'm getting closer and closer to wiping the stains of my trauma and the things that I've heard and I've seen in my life I'm starting to see myself in life a bit more clearly and it feels really freaking good. (laughs) So I just pray that one of you, some of you, all of you listening can share in this experience too. To my brothers and sisters in Christ, I see you, God bless you. You know what time it is. To my brothers and sisters in the human race, I see you. Um, some of you I don't want to see. <laughs> some of you I don't want you to see me until God says it's time. Because God has the best timing and I'm just I'm just so excited. Because God will show you off. He just need he just need a vessel. And I'm just curious. And God knows my curiosity gets the best of me. <laughs> so if you're a kind of alpha female or a kind of woman that that is up to the challenge, a kind of man that is up to the challenge. <clears throat> like you you going to put up or you going to shut up? And I'm out here putting up, homie. (laughs) So I just want to say I'm proud of myself. I love myself. And there have been many a days I ain't feel like that. Many a days.
<sighs> I feel good. I feel satisfied. I'm pretty cold. I'm starting to shiver a little more. So I think I can wrap this podcast up. I'm not sure what I'm going to call it, but I just wanted to take time to brag on what God's done for me because I've been real foolish thinking that I was running away from him if I moved to another state when I was 19 or if or if I sought other religions and other spiritual practices that I could run away from God the whole time all of it is working together for my good for his glory and at the end of the day I'm learning to be a better of better service to hear well done thy good and faithful servant because God didn't say well well done thy good and faithful CEO and I used to identify myself as my job like what I did now well and done thy good and faithful video vixen well done, thy good and faithful uh, makeup artist. Now, I'm not saying like you should disregard your talents and your gifts that the word of God says we should use because God gave them to us. And if you read anything about the the talents in the, the New Testament, you would know the one who did the most with the talents got the greatest reward. So I ain't saying disregard your talents or look at yourself as talentless. But I am saying that choosing to be a servant is a lifestyle and it's not sexy because it depends exactly on how you were taught, what service was. And how to be of great service. And not everybody learns that. So I've, I've taken on a love for being a servant. And it's okay if the people that I used to talk to don't understand my paradigm shift it's okay I feel so good in my soul saying that because if you would have asked me that question a month or two ago three four five months ago six months ago I might have had a nervous breakdown we could have been fighting right here right now I was willing to defend the people I've befriended I was willing to defend them till the ends of the earth. And now I'm just be like, mm, mm, I'm good. No thanks. Uh, I'll think about rekindling that friendship. Only if it's with a, a female friend. I don't, I don't require or have space or desire male friendship. <laughs> Um, my partner is more than enough. <laughs> uh, but, um, 
I'm thankful, I'm grateful, I'm learning, I'm loving, I'm growing, I'm changing, I'm flourishing, I'm fasting, I'm developing, I'm changing, I'm glowing, I'm vibrating, I'm ricocheting, I'm echoing, I'm changing. And I never thought that I could change like this. And I imagine that that might be too much for some people to handle because I didn't value myself the way they valued me. But I value myself more now. So it's just about impossible to access me. <laughs> um, I love me. I love God. That's all I got. I hope y'all love on yourselves. Love one another. The world could use a little more kindness. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's how my mama raised me. <laughs> I feel good, guys. So I'm a chatty patty and I'm cold. So thank you for listening. I've really enjoyed this episode. I really needed to share my testimony. I think I'm going to name this pod, this uh, podcast episode my testimony. Or can I get a witness? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll name it something funny and completely different and make you surprised that <laughs> exactly what I'm talking about. Just, I don't know, give you a treat. I don't know. Sometimes I get a little kooky, a little goofy, a little wonky. Like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. But it's cool. I'm out of here, guys. Take care and God bless. I gotta go now. Bye.